Welcome to Constant Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. And this is a podcast where we talk about the struggles balancing life and art, which don't really sound like very big struggles right now in the grand scheme of, you know, the global everything affairs. But nevertheless, yeah. <laughs> we perceive. Uh, like in, in, the, in the face of all this, I keep remembering uh the first avengers movie where nick fury is like act as if the world intends to go on and i uh, i I think we have to go with that one i got a couple of days to go before uh the toronto star deadline so it's been a fucking nightmare (laughs) oh no (laughs) write this what okay how many pages do you have left oh no 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 no, no. i'm in the middle of editing it oh okay Uh, so it's written i just yeah, I want to embetter it. Mm-hmm. But like the whole process, like I wanted to be done this part like a month ago. So I had a month to edit, but it just it didn't happen because of the fucking truckers and now mm-hmm. World War Three. So it's what, like, what do the so, truckers have to do with you? Oh, I was following that like crazy. I was what, like, they didn't drive was... into your driveway and prevent you from editing. I was lost the whole time following it like a madman. Yeah, because yeah, if because if you're just in a Twitter rampage of trucking nonsense, uh-huh. uh, that's not a good place to be at all. Well, I'm Bree. I'm a an improviser, a comedian, a writer. Uh, this is episode number seventy six of the Constant Struggle podcast, and it features an interview with Wellesley Robertson the third, a circus artist, performer, uh, self proclaimed jack of all trades, master of none. There you go. A lot of physical comedy. He does a lot of physical comedy. And I think you'll really dig this episode because he really talks about how he's taking his or how he has taken his performances literally all over the world. Like he's been everywhere. Mm. He's been everywhere. uh, It's like a Bourdain episode, this one, it feels like. (laughs) Yeah, but instead of food, it's like cool circus perform or different kinds of performances all around the world. All right. Three, let's uh let's get on the TTC uh, at Wellesley station (laughs) and go for a trip around the world. That sounds wonderful. Here we go. Episode number 76 with Wellesley Robertson. Enjoy. Jack of all trades, master of none. (laughs) I'm sure we can all relate, relate to that. Jack of all trades, master of none. Um, It just kind of, yeah, things have just kind of evolved to, to that to that kind of level let's say is there a a trade in particular that um that you end up doing more often or that you are more passionate about like what most well well, it's weird because i would say i've started everything started uh i'm on my year off between university and teachers college oh Uh, nice yeah and i graduated university in 2005 okay so this year off has (laughs) been perpetually extended <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> so it, it was it was one of those where it started with you know finished university was going to go into phys ed well, I studied phys ed oh. and then I was thinking okay I'll go to teacher's college wanted to go to New Zealand or Australia because something was calling me out, out there I mean why do it here when you can, when you can do it somewhere warm, <laughs> yeah. <Hot> Canada, <laughs> on the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, but then after that, um, I started. I started with uh, breakdancing and oh. acrobatics. So a friend of mine. Um, what? How do you get gymnastics with? 
sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you started with break dancing and and acrobatics. That's where you started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I, 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 I was growing growing up. I, I was a gymnast and oh. I retired retired at 14 just before high school. I mean, it was a, oh, a bit of a forced retirement. Um, I thought I was taking a, a, I have a thing, I think year off is my, <laughs> seems to be my, my go-to because uh, I was told, oh yeah, don't worry. We'll just, you'll just be retiring for the, you know, it's expensive. So, and you're starting high school. Um, so you're just going to take this year off to get settled. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was also playing soccer at the same time. So no matter what, I was doing two sports or, or mm-hmm. so on. And then from that year, off and it extended I was still coaching at the gym but I wasn't I wasn't training uh and then from there uh university happened um and then I was still tumbling here and there and then went from okay, <laughs> literally uh, yeah <laughs> uh, a friend of mine they were they were uh break dancing and doing acrobatics for the for the Blue Jays actually oh cool uh, and it was and it was somebody I grew up with but I didn't do it for the Jays at the time they was just kind of they had uh, a group that uh that was, you know, performing and they asked if I wanted to join. I was like, uh, sure. I, I'd love to. I mean, it's, you know, it's still, a, a, a still here and enjoying it. And then from there, everything kind of evolved from there. So it started with breakdancing um, and circus arts. So that's oh, when okay. I started, you know, doing acrobatics and balancing people mm. on my head or, <laughs> or, or, or stilts, which I do have a pair of stilts back here somewhere. That's um, amazing. And then it just like one thing just kind of led to another. I mean, we were doing a lot of, I mean, we did some stuff for, for the Jays in the summer, um, some street festivals, um, so, some trade shows, a lot. There was a lot of weddings that, that were done. Oh, wow. Um, and then, then various, you know, there's some commercials that I had done. Um, I did, uh, I did performed at one of the Junos in, oh, cool. in Ottawa. Like the okay, so uh, what at this point you're performing, like uh, breakdancing or all kinds. Breakdancing and of- it was breakdancing and circus art. So acting okay. hadn't really hadn't really come up. Okay. Um, and how do you? So can uh, I ask how like how yeah. did how did you learn all of it? Did you just like as you were meeting up with these people, they kind of taught you, or you were yeah. already kind of? I mean, I guess if you're already a gymnast, you're already pretty skilled with you know physical movement. With the flippity flips. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was, it was that. I mean, it was, you know, because um, the group I was with, we were meeting up with some other people as well, and then we, oh, I was like, okay, so we're gonna go and learn circus arts uh, or some some form of circus arts. Yeah. Um, I was also performing with a group called. Uh, I learned some uh, the stilts with a group called Anti Gravity, which was Ooh. they were based in New York um but one of the guys was here and okay. he was doing doing stuff and those are the stilts that i was on were the ones that you can jump with so you can jump and do flips they're like bouncy them. ones oh man that's they crazy they're definitely bouncy. yeah so those are the ones i did the junos with oh, uh cool. with headley i of, wow. all, of all groups <laughs> wow <laughs> <was> okay before, <laughs> before everything blew up on them before we knew everything <laughs> everything yeah so it was but it was it was a great experience because even and then i was also with we were also training at a center um called the the center of gravity which was the, the home base hub for zero gravity circus which a lot of stand-up people have come out or, or circus and clowns have come out oh. in there like uh, sandra battellini's there and oh. phil luzzi i met them through there so i'm friends with them too oh nice <laughs> so it's 
yeah, and and it's been really interesting, you know, um, the people that I've met and and they, they, like they, one thing led to another. Kind they of. Used to have like a show, that. a big show there, like a big. Yes. Show. Was that? One yeah, the called? Lunacy Cabaret. That's right. Did you perform? Yeah. So there, I have done a couple. Oh, yeah, I have done a couple oh, Lunacy Cabarets. I've seen these sure. worlds cross over now. Man. I've yeah. been wanting to take in a good cabaret for friggin' years, and it's never happened. I got, I gotta prioritize my cabareting. <laughs> well, the lunacy, the lunacy cabaret is, is very, it's very like it was, it was wild. It, uh, I mean, I don't know it's how they. I haven't been in a few years. Yeah, <laughs> it was like any anything that you could probably think of might actually happen, and then some. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, what am I? Okay, cool. This is this is kind of this is out there, but uh, okay, I got yes. it. Like, oh yeah. And then it's just you know, it's just really I've met a whole bunch, just meeting different people. There's a, another group called Circus Orange uh, that I got to perform with. Um, so it's just there's a lot of circus groups, comedy groups. So it started phys- physically with physical theater, mm-hmm. and you know, um, and then the next thing. I did a couple auditions here, here and there, and then wanted to get into some. I've done some stunt work, um, which um, I have. I've done a bit, but I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a stunt person. Okay. I've done some stunt, but I'm. I haven't worked enough to say I'm a full fledged stunt stunt person. It's just like um, I wouldn't say that I was a break dancer. I was a performer who can break dance. Wow. Okay. So, and that for me, that's, that's more of a, a respect for, for the, for the discipline. Um, especially because I have a lot of friends who are, who are breakdancers, who are b-boys. They are, that's what they do. For me, it was, it was an added skill that I have that I can use. Something you could Um, put on the resume in case. Exactly. You know, special skills. Oh yeah, Yeah. I can, I can do this. I know there are people that are, that are much more skilled, more talented than I am. But at the same time, if you needed somebody to, to do it, I, I could do it. Or like, yeah. I mean, I don't spin on my head, but I can, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can maybe do one revolution as opposed to seven. Right. Um, but, but uh, I can fix I can the rest of the post. Yeah. So, and then, like... and then, yeah. <laughs> can we go back to ones and do it? Oh, <laughs> right. My okay. head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it just kind of evolved, evolved from there. And then um, after that, I did a, uh, done a couple commercials, been in a couple uh, films, uh, you know, background and special skills, the, the, the joys of being a performer here in, in Canada. And then, then it kind of evolved because I was always doing that. I hadn't taken an improv class yet. Okay. Now, going backwards, uh, I was on the improv team in high school. And where, where did you, where did you, sorry, I I, I didn't ask if you grew up, you grew up in Toronto or were you in? I grew up just outside the city. So I grew up in, in, I'm a York region kid. Okay. I went to high school in in Richmond Hill. Oh, okay. Why did I think you were from Montreal? I think because, it's because I know you. Uh, je suis French. bilingue. Nick, I'm bilingual for you. That's why. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Oh. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> 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 he knows. So, he yeah, I was a, doesn't practice. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm a. I'm a product of the French immersion system. Hmm. All, all the way. Cool. Okay. All the way through, awesome. So I'm one of those kids who who after grade eight I decided to continue because there was. At the time, I don't know how it is now. We had the three streams: French immersion, extended French, and then 
core French le, le grenouille salt and gluey <laughs> bibliotheque. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I decided to continue in high school, and then in university I decided to to con continue. So that's probably why you thought oh, I was no. I was from Montreal because it's a um, lot of French. It's not just you know, it's not just I took French and yeah, that's a lot of French. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so you so grew then, up outside of York Region. You're talking yeah, yeah outside or I'm in, in York, York in Richmond Hill. Yeah. It, I grew up in Markham and went to high school in Richmond Hill because okay. because of French immersion. Oh, Whereas, okay, that yeah, makes sense. At the time, it was either Richmond Hill or Aurora. Those were the only two French immersion wow. schools at the time. Yeah, oh. yeah, and with no francophone parents, I couldn't go to a French. That's right, to the school. all French. That's crazy. Nowadays, I bet, they would let, I bet I bet they would let you in now. I think now I think so the rules like, changed a bit. Yeah, yeah, like we want people to learn French. Let's go get it. Yeah, here. preservation of the language. So yeah. They need to do it. Yeah. So yeah, going back to high school, I was on like we started an improv team. It was late, uh, and that was when the improv games were around. So oh, cool. like ninety nine, two thousand. Now the thing is, I didn't. I was on the team, but didn't compete at the games because. The year they decided to go was my OAC year, oh. and <laughs> okay, so the, the, the lovely, the lovely OAC. And here I was, student council president. Ooh, um, yeah, I was, I was fancy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was one of those. Those you were kids. involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, was on the volleyball team. Was on, you know, was, well, I was sense. involved in the school. Yeah, yeah if you so, were going to go study phys ed, then you must have been into sports and all of, and all of exactly. That. And then at the time when the games were supposed to happen, uh, it was the second half of the year. And I was like, uh, you know what? I'm doing a lot. I was also yeah. playing soccer five, five to six days a week. Wow. So cool. after school. So it, it was one of those where something's got to give. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I went to all their practices. I helped form the team, but didn't go to the, I went to watch them, oh. but didn't go. So it was because of, I just didn't have the time, but that's when the, the improv bug, I think was bitten. Or that's when I started. And then and then as I was performing, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna take a class. I'm gonna take a class. And at the time I lived near Bad Dog when they're on the Danforth. Okay. But I didn't go to take class at the because I heard a lot of I heard weird things at the time. And oh, being young and immature and not really knowing too much. At the time I knew Second City was was, you know, they were the cream of the crop. And then Bad Dog was kind of like, ah, whatever. You know, it's <laughs> they, but that was that was the mentality I had at the time. It was sure. like you know there was it was kind of just you know people getting together and not really professional at the time. Yeah, so I mean I I totally understand. Uh, that's that's how Second City makes their money, right? Is they are yeah they they are top dog. They're not they're, the bad dog. Yeah, they're the big dog. They're not. They're yeah, they're yeah. the big dog. Yeah. Okay, so you so, you you went to Second City. You took a class. So then yeah, so I but at the before I took a class there, I was still performing, and then. I ended up doing an opera. What? What? Like, explain. So, yeah. Okay. So here's what happened. I, I, <laughs> I was doing, uh, again, I was doing some circus arts and, you know, we did a cross Canada tour where we, we essentially toured Canada five times going back and forth, what? but the most scenic, the most scenic route ever. Um, so we started in Ontario. And then we went to Saskatchewan and then we came back to Manitoba and then we went out to BC and then we came back to Ontario. <laughs> wow. All this on a bus. Oh so, my God. <laughs> that is a long journey. Yeah. Five so, times? 
<laughs> that's that's how we crossed Canada. It was a cross Canada tour um, with uh, yeah with, a, with another circus program that was based here in, in Toronto. Um, and then after that, I met uh, I met another acrobat who, you know, I didn't know at the time. He was doing he was uh, the I guess the the dance captain for this this opera. And I found out that this after the head of the or the director of the circus show sent out uh, an audition from the from the Canadian Opera Company for this new opera Ooh. that was happening. And it was okay. And they were looking for acrobats oh. and puppeteers. Which oh, um, it was called the Nightingale. So it's a okay. Nightingale and other stories or Le Rossignol. Um, it was with uh, it was directed by Robert Lepage, who who's done I've done I've worked uh, on a few shows since. He's also Ooh. directed Ka um, in for Cirque du Soleil oh, and Totem. Cool. And oh, wow. so I, yeah, so initially I did the audition, um, and a friend of mine, the, my friend was the was dance captain. Now I didn't get the part at the time. Okay. They they called me two years later, uh, and asked me if I was still interested in joining the show. Mm -hmm. And at the time, they said, "Well, you know, we're going to New York, but you won't be able to come to New York. But we'll be doing Quebec City, uh, Amsterdam, and Lyon." Ooh! Oh wow! That. So, oh man, that's... here I am. Yeah, <laughs> here that's I am. a pretty good reason... trip. <laughs> like right. There, so the reason the reason I got that was because they needed someone to replace uh, my friend, who is roughly about the same size and it can do the same amount of tricks. So it was a it was a direct phone call. They called me directly, wow. and then on the phone they're like, "Well, don't answer right away. Um, take some time to think about it." <laughs> You're like, and oh, here I am. I'm already saying yes uh, yeah. in my head. And I was like, "Okay, cool. You'll call back. Great, no problem." Uh, my aunt, who who used to uh, who was a dancer, she was with uh, ballet creole. Um, when she was when she was younger uh, she now lives in calgary uh i called her right away and she's like you need to take this like, I, I know but they yeah. said she goes don't don't think about it just you, you this is something you need to do i was like so when they called back i was like yes now that is where things started to really snowball okay because, oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. um you're already doing that, so many things and this is where <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm on this journey. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> because, because for me, I was starting to get uh, really, uh, I guess, bored with the breakdancing and acrobatic side. Well, the breakdancing side, because we were doing a lot of weddings and we were doing oh, the same, okay. the same performance and the same thing. And mm -hmm. there was also a riff that was happening with everybody performing. So it was kind of that I'm starting to get to a point where I, I need to do something different. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. then, I mean, the, the monotony of breakdancing is well known. <laughs> it, it, I, I totally get it. Yeah. But, but it, it was just, there was a lot going on in the interviews, the interpersonal relationships and so on and so forth. That mm -hmm. was kind of like, okay, this is, I think I've slow, I'm slowly starting to see a head coming to a head. And, and at that time so what happened was i did the first trip they we trained here in toronto they went to new york cool uh and then i when they came back and a couple weeks later then i went to we did our first part in quebec city which wow. was it was great uh, performing it and it was really cool learning then then we went to um amsterdam and, and that was my first there we big go. trip away <laughs> i was gonna say had you been to europe before 
no, this was my okay. first time. Well, Europe, yes, on a high school trip. Oh, cool. That's, okay. Uh, that was that was just uh, March break here. It's you know we're right. going to learn about uh, Normandy and Poland. oh yeah. man, that's still a cool trip. It's cool, but it, actually no, that is a fun trip. I was going to say maybe <laughs> a little bit of a downer, but I think over. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was it was great, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, and that was like yeah. So like you're did here to that. work in Amsterdam, like ah, like that's awesome. It's it was uh, five weeks in Amsterdam. Oh my it was, gosh! It was basically oh all of December. I spent Christmas, New Year's, and my birthday in in Amsterdam. Now, small small fun fact about Amsterdam: if you can ever get to Amsterdam for New Year's, it's Ooh. a riot. Oh, because. Wow. Right apparently fireworks are well at the time i was told fireworks are banned all or restricted all year mm -hmm. i could be wrong but this is what i was told uh except for new year's well new, <laughs> new year's eve new year's eve day you hear fireworks all day <laughs> <laughs> and as the day progresses they get progressively louder wow. and more constant <laughs> so, wow <laughs> So as much as it sounds weird to say, you think you're you could think you're in a little of a wartime because you're yeah, hearing like just explosions constantly. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And like you can't so even, it's, it's like during the daytime. What's the point? You can't even see them during the daytime. No, you just yeah. you just hear explosions going uh, on. Like it's yeah. oh things are blowing up here. Okay, cool. And then <laughs> as <laughs> as the day progresses, they just get louder and bigger. Wow. Now comes nighttime. It'll be the kids. They're like just so anxious because they can only do this one time. So they'll be <laughs> nagging their parents. Come on, just one. Let me just yeah. do one. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was. It was neat because just it was my first time in Amsterdam. Um, I was there for for Christmas and New Year's, and the oh. Christmas markets were great. And New Year's was, oh, was nuts. Yeah. And I got you, lost. You didn't in the let yourself get every day. Oh, I love that city. You didn't allow yeah. yourself to be tempted by the. Uh, you know, the drugs and the sex. The, the, and the... Well, I did go to see what the, the red light district was all about. Yeah. It's... I went to this go, oh, and they had the, the sex museums that were there. Like, apparently, yes. there's about three of them or four, but there's like, you have one sex museum, and then you have the real sex museum. I'm like, so what's the oh. difference between between the two? And then you have another sex museum that's somewhere else. I'm like, okay, so I've just seen everything, but there's a lot of penises <laughs> in, in this. <laughs> a lot of yeah. I don't I don't know which one sculpture. I went to, but I don't know if I was particularly impressed with the sex museum. <laughs> but then again, I might have been too high to realize what was going on. <laughs> I love Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was it was great. I mean, even like I did my Heineken tour and you know Ooh. became a Heineken aficionado. When like, you I, I'm not a big Heineken fan, but by God, it tastes good over there. Like, well, but the one that you're supposed to drink is Amstel. Oh, oh, all right. Right. And then we learned about why the green, the bottles were green at the time. Ooh. Um, it's because they used to take the water from, <laughs> from the Amstel, from the river. Oh. Uh, so to hide what was ever in it. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. <laughs> 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 I love those little Amsterdam stories. Like yeah. My favorite is that they, like most of the shops in Amsterdam have a cat, like a resident cat, because the city is technically below sea level because you've got yeah. the like all the canals and stuff. So because there's like because it's so rats. yeah, there's tons of rats. So every like food shop or, you know, anywhere, basically anywhere where they have food or if they have, you know, like a little coffee shop or whatever, there's yeah. usually a resident cat to take care of the pests. 
And uh, if it's in one of those coffee shops, that cat looks pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a lot of bicycles too. That's true. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. A lot of bicycles. Like everybody's telling me, you know, we have about three bicycles and it's like, I have one at home and I leave this one here and then I'm going to oh, go man. get another one. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> Just oh, take the one home. Nah, it's all good. I remember but, taking uh, a short in Amsterdam. Everyone's like seven feet tall there. That's true. Well, yeah, the Dutch, the Dutch are some of the, the tallest people I've ever. They are heard. a long people. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are. They are very, very tall. Um, but yeah, so like Amsterdam, it was, it was neat. It was, it was an experience. I mean, I went to the yeah. zoo, Ooh. and the zoo was neat. But I was like, I was really disappointed because they had raccoons. <laughs> these, are from North, these are from North America, and I, I kid you not, these are the smallest raccoons I've ever seen. I'm like, you are putting these. In the zoo, you know what? Let's go back across the pond. We, we'll show you raccoons because these these are not these are not raccoons. These are well, like they, little kittens that you just painted. And they clearly <laughs> haven't been eating enough garbage. You know? <laughs> right. Some good quality <laughs> Toronto garbage, and that'll be your trash pandas are <laughs> are locked up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So then after Amsterdam, I went. We did, uh, uh, and then I, we did Lyon, which is another great beautiful oh, city beautiful city how long were you there uh Lyon was there for three weeks okay. oh, nice. um, how was and, the food uh whew, it <laughs> is yeah i've been and I, it's yeah Lyon is great i've been a couple times since uh oh, also nice. for work um but it's it's i prefer like in order of favorite uh cities in france i would say it's uh Lyon then maybe Marseille and then maybe Paris yeah, uh, Paris, Paris. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it, right? Like Paris is your tourist destination, but people who yeah. live in Europe and who can access the rest of France more frequently would probably be rather be anywhere other than Paris. Well, and that's the thing. Like Paris, I found the first time I went, I was in high school. I was too young to really like it because I was like, mm. oh, they're snobby and man. But and then the second time when I went back and I was I was on my own, what I realized with Paris is you have to push back. So yeah. no matter. If if you don't push back, there it's you you won't like it. But as mm. long as you push back, you do. That's okay. I get I get the city now. Um, Interesting. So yeah, the actually sorry no, it's Nantes. I prefer Nantes over Paris. Which is, Ooh, uh, okay. I've never been to Nantes. What is what uh, what uh, what is in Nantes? Nantes. Um, well, they have a lot of castles. Cool. They have um, this this big uh, puppet group that's there, yeah. and they make these Ooh. massive. These massive puppets. So I was there doing. We were doing a show, uh, and I always call these my work vacations. So <laughs> what happens is when we when we tour, um, I usually go in with the technical crew and leave with the technical crew. So I get a day in the beginning and then a day at the end to my own. Nice. Instead of instead of you know flying in with the, with the rest of the actors, which is fine. It's or when where the actors are scheduled to come in. I fly in when the, the technical crew flies in oh, nice. or, or travels. So that way I get a little days here and there yeah. uh, to do myself, except for when we did New Zealand, I, I was there for a month. I, I oh, went like two and a half weeks early, um, oh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's been, it's been really neat. So after, you know, we did those, those tours, that's when I did my first actually improv class at second city. Okay. Can um, we rewind? I, I'm still stuck on this puppet thing. Oh, you, the, said they're, you said they're big puppets and I've been, yeah, so they're, I lived they're in, called, yeah, I, I lived in the north of France, and they had these things called les géants. And I'm wondering, okay. if, were they were they like huge or were they? Yes, like, yes. Made by uh, Royal Deluxe. 
Oh. So that's the that's the the company that that done like, and they're known to make these massive puppets like a sleep oh, right. one was Legion was where they did one where they put parts of it all over and then there's uh -huh. this big yeah a big sleeping giant that's Ooh. a massive puppet so um that was that was just going to see them and we got to see we got to see the workshop um and see how they were made and and the in the inner workings of it that's so um, cool yeah so that was it was it was neat it, and just some of the cities I got to see or some of the things we've got to do because of touring with the show that I was doing. Um, like we, when we went to New Zealand, we got to go to the Weta workshop, which oh, is, uh, yeah. So we got to see how some of the Lord of the Rings stuff was made. Oh, cool. Um, how the orcs were made and how, the, how, how, how the, yeah, it was, it was seeing these things were, well, it was really neat. And, and then just to, like, they invited us to go see it. Like, yeah, okay, we'll go for sure. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not really interested in seeing this really cool, <laughs> intricate, artistic. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the biggest movies of the year. How you guys did it? No, well, I don't Boring. want to see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who wants That's to see funny. that? So Go behind it, the scenes. Was no. it the same tour that, or the same show you were touring in New Zealand, or was this a different show? Or so, am I jumping ahead? No, no, no. You're 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 fine. So. Uh, I, I've done a couple shows. So the first, the opera, we did we did three cities. That was cool. Um, and then, but the funny part is when we went to Lyon, we actually did one and a half shows because the technicians were going on strike. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds like France. That's yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and our show is very, very tech heavy. Like we, so we knew it was going on. Um, and we did, we were there rehearsing, everything was going great, or, but we kind of knew that was coming. Mm. We did the tech rehearsal, <clears throat> everything went hot, was fine. Then we did the first run, show went on, we went to do the second show, we got to the theater, uh, we got changed, we did the opening number, and then they went to a little break. And we found out that the technicians were going on strike. So like, oh, oh okay. Uh, so we're gonna do a concert version of the second part. Great. Huh. We okay. did we did a concert version or started to, and then uh, the orchestra went on strike in solidarity <laughs> with the technicians. Uh, yep. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, then we're like, the okay. Most French story I've I've heard. <laughs> what is the audience like at that point? Are they the like, audience oh, what goes the hell? on oh, strike yeah, we too? Live in France. Yeah. Never <laughs> Well, I was like, okay, so you guys knew this was happening, but you're still going to push through. The audience was a little bit upset. Um, and then it was like, oh, I just got a three-week paid vacation in Lyon <laughs> nice. because you decided not to do the show because of the strike. Cool. That's, yeah. I guess, wow. that's that's what's happening. So that's how that show ended at the time. Oh, right. uh, jump forward again. So then after that, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. You know, I got back, started doing uh, breakdancing again, going back to that doing some auditions for commercials um for SOC and there you know got some SOC roles as well nice. and then the group uh sorry the the company which is Ex Machina based in Quebec City mm. uh, which is Robert Lepage's company they called me again and asked me would I be interested in doing another opera when they're looking for acrobats I was like great and what happened was I was replacing the same guy because he got injured this time. Oh, no. So the first time he had another contract, the second time I, he got injured. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, and we were doing The te uh, the Tempest. Uh, mm. at the, so I was playing a fairy. 
um so yeah so that was i mean it was good what does that entail uh we were just it was it was a cool rendition of it so we were we were tumbling and and just running around being sprites and being fun now (laughs) the thing was they were taking this to the met oh now i didn't get to go and perform in the met because they had already hired the acrobats in new york for the role so what was happening was in Quebec City, we were working out all the kinks and doing everything, mm-hmm. doing the show. So then when it went to New York, they would just plug in everybody and the, the tracks and everything. Boom, I would go. Wellesley, have you ever had the opportunity to go to New York? Because it sounds like you keep missing out on New York shows. <laughs> well, I went to New York. Okay, I, I Not to perform. <laughs> I went to New York to actually go see the show. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I went to go see it, uh, and that's where I, I think that weekend I also saw, um, not having, I saw Stomp as well on cool. on Broadway, um, and I also saw Book of Mormon for the first time. Oh my god, it's so in, funny. in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was I didn't get to perform there, but I got to see the show, got to see the Met, and then the choreographer Crystal Pike, who is she was like, I wish you could just come in and and do the show because we're having problems. I was like, I would, I'm here. Yeah, me too. Like I can, I can. Like unfortunately, unions, join yeah. unions and, and stuff. So, um, but I got to see the show, which was neat. And then they did a couple changes, like the track that I was doing, they gave to a different acrobat. <laughs> and then the, the, I was just going by costumes. I'm like, wait, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. so they kind of, <laughs> they kind of mixed it up a bit. But then it was cool to see. It's like, oh, great. So then after I finished that, uh, about uh, a little bit later, I got a direct call from my brother Paj himself. He says, look, I'm interested in remounting a show that I did many years ago called Needles and Opium. Mm. At the time, it was a one-person show, but uh, I actually want to incorporate another another character, which is the Miles Davis character, Ooh. as an actual character instead of just done in shadows. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, let me think about it. Uh, I'm already saying yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But so I was like, yeah, we don't know where we're going right now. I know we're doing uh, Toronto, Quebec City, and Montreal. I was like, great. Three big cities. Whatever happens after that, um, great. That after, from start to finish, once we started rolling, I toured with that show for five years. Wow. Uh, six. And we all were, I'm actually supposed to be in Quebec, or Quebec City right now doing it, but we ate for covid uh, um, it did it did get postponed so you're um, you're playing miles davis in this yeah so needles and opium although the quick um synopsis of it it's basically about a guy who's going through a breakup and how he's coping with with this breakup now it's essentially three stories in one so the main story is the guy who's going through a breakup uh, and he, he's the main guy. The second story is when uh, Miles Davis crossed the Atlantic. He was in, and he was in Paris and saw how he's being treated in Paris and, you know, they loved him and, and, yeah. and was respected and then came back to New York and was or in the States and was treated like a second citizen. And then, and then the third, the third story, which is kind of, it's there, but it's, it's really loosey goosey. It's uh, Jean Cocteau, his, his views on American American society. So essentially what happened is Jean Cocteau and Miles Davis crossed the Atlantic at the same time in mm. opposite directions. Uh-huh. So you, so for that show, I was basically getting doing heroin and getting drunk on stage. Is what it That's, and the, the thing was the stage that I was in, it was a cube that rotates. So I was oh. suspended from it. 
and you know i was you know people were like oh did you really play the trumpet i'm like yeah no i, I did not <laughs> like i took a trumpet like, i mean i learned to play the trumpet in, in, in elementary school as we all do for music and uh, i took a, a couple trumpet classes just to make the fingering look real the yeah, breath yeah. control to look real but to play at that level while suspended from a cube and trying to make it real. I'm like, yeah, that's not, I mean, I can fake it till I make it, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's a trick too far. Yeah. So, and then, so we did that. And then I, so from there, I, we did uh, Quebec city started, did Toronto. Great. Uh, Montreal. Perfect. Then the next, the next part was New Zealand and Australia. And that was the year I was, I was trying to miss winter completely because before, <laughs> before that, I did. I was in uh, Las Vegas. I usually go for a soccer tournament just around my birthday. So that's January. Then I come back and we're in the beginning of February. I was like, cool, if I can do it. And then I was there for seven weeks. So all of February and then Mar part of March. Um, uh, that was the year that winter, Mother Nature decided <laughs> winter is going to be long this year. She Aww. wasn't listening to, to my plans. So <laughs> I went from uh, stayed a month in New Zealand, which was great. Uh, New Zealand, I love, and this was my, this was actually my second time to Australia because I had done a busker show. Amazing. Um, yeah, we, we did a busker festival, and that was my first time, which um, uh, it was it was great. Um, I it took me about uh, the reason I was in I went to New Zealand was so long was because the first time I went to Australia, I it took me about two weeks just to get right on the same time frame. Now I mm, forgot right. that I stayed up the entire flight. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because I was that excited, right? So, <laughs> stayed up. The that's like a flight. that's like twenty four hour flight or something. It, like that, it right? was yeah. It was we did Toronto, Vancouver, Vancouver oh. direct to Sydney, mm. and then we had another puddle jump from Sydney to Coffs Harbor, <laughs> where the Busker Festival was. And oh okay. Yeah. Oh. So that was uh, our first time in in Australia, and loved it. And then the second time I went, we did New Zealand, and I loved Australia until I went to New Zealand. Uh -oh. And then uh -huh. New Zealand, I fell in love with. And then Australia was like, ah, I like you. You're great. I will. Not. <laughs> but New Zealand was just the way I see it. It's it's the relationship between Canada and the U United States is, uh -huh. is, is New Zealand and Australia. Uh, New Zealand being Canada, Australia being United States. It's just it, the dynamic, the relationship, the, the vibe just seemed that. Yeah, um, like uh, so... England and Scotland, eh, Nick? Similar, similar, <laughs> chilled, different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was that, and then uh, yeah. So we, we in uh, New Zealand, Australia. We went to France. We did Lyon. Um, we also did. Uh, we did England. I was in England for about four weeks. Oh, nice. Um, uh, Spain, uh, oh. Japan, Korea. Wow! Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Do you get yeah, to like are, when you're in these places? Do you get to like I know you said you travel with the text, you'll, you'll get like a day to yourself, but when you're going mm -hmm. all over the world like this, did you get any time to kind of explore the city or, or the different cities, or was it like go, 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 go? I call them work vacations for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, New Zealand, I was there two weeks before everybody, everybody from the festival that we were at knew who I was. Uh -huh. um, that's yeah, I, I was there. I did my first bungee jump in New Zealand oh. before the show. <laughs> I might have gotten in trouble because I did it and didn't tell our tour director that <laughs> I, I went. I just kind of 
posted a picture of me suspended from my feet. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, like we need uh, you well, the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you wait until after we do the shows before you, you go do stuff like that? I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I got to go see, like I did, I did Hobbiton when I was in New Zealand. Um, yeah, it was, it was neat. And then when I watched it, like, ah, I was walking down there. Um, when I was in Australia, I, I went to the Olympic park um you know i uh, went to taiwan and then from taiwan a friend of mine was teaching at one of the american schools in shanghai so i oh. went and then did a workshop a puppetry workshop with and and performance workshop with the kids there oh, nice. um on my way home from taiwan stopped off in china and he was like you need to go to beijing and i was like okay <laughs> i almost got almost got stuck in beijing ah. um yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. How do you um, what what happened there? The weather. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. okay. Yep. And and no one really speaking English right. at all in the airport. <laughs> um, oh no. Yeah. So I had to get back to Shanghai, but I almost got stuck in Beijing. Um was uh we did I went to um Bahrain in the summer uh for oh. a circus show and uh had the military police from the united States consulate come up to me when i was taking pictures uh-huh. uh, <laughs> yeah uh went to when i was in japan i i um i got to do a kabuki sh- i got to go see a kabuki oh, cool. show which was oh. absolutely neat uh i got <laughs> to go see a sumo match didn't know yes. what the heck didn't know it was the so the thing is it was the last match of the year i didn't okay. know what i was watching but it was absolutely amazing wow. and it was either go to a sumo match or go to a live action sailor moon show that was that's that was my that was the two dynamics of that day um but yeah like i i try to make the most of of everything i mean they are work vacations and i don't know how long or when i'll get to go back to see some of these places right um like i'm a soccer player so i did go to like when i was in spain i I went to go uh, i went to go to the stadiums uh when i was in France I, I got to go see a couple games nice. uh, one oh, of the people cool. I was staying with when I was in Lyon she had season tickets Aww. to Olympic, Olympic? Lyon game, a match yeah. and she was and I was like I'm just trying to go to a game and I was just gonna buy tickets she goes don't buy tickets here and <laughs> I, I kid you not they were right at the center of the field oh my god um like I was and I mean it wasn't really it wasn't dead on right on the, the touchline but it were they were they were great seats, and I was like, I didn't even have to pay for these, and these are absolutely amazing. Yeah, Lyon's um, a good club too, right? Yeah, uh, in Korea, I went to a base a baseball game. Oh, cool. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I would oh, go yeah. watch baseball in Korea yes. anytime. <laughs> they had cheerleaders. Uh, you could bring in your own food. Um, it was yeah, tickets were like ten bucks, and I was on the first baseline. Amazing. It was absolutely unreal. I was like, this is this is absolutely great. It was, I mean, you know, it's these little things that you just, I'm like, I'm going to go and just walk and see what happens. Do they have um, like the chance for each player as well? Like, yes. I think they do that in Japan. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was, it was, it was absolutely, you know, baseball, going to baseball here. I was like, this is um, okay. I'm ready to leave after the fourth. It's so tame. There, it, <laughs> yeah. No, they were like the cheer, their cheers on the dugout and they're having a good time. I'm like, this is baseball. This is a uh, this is exciting. This is fun, and I wasn't even watching the game. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. watch everything else. 
but uh, yeah, you know, and then getting immersed in, in the culture too. Like it was, you know, going to see uh, a sumo match in Japan, didn't know yeah. anything. And it was something I wanted to do going to see a Kabuki show, which you can either do a full day uh, session at the Kabuki show. You can do a half day in the morning. You can do a half day in the evening. Um, you've got all these little th- nuances and things you can do um, that you wouldn't know in, in, unless you're there. Uh, I went to I went to Disney in Japan. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and that was a hoot. D- Disney in in Japan is something that's that's it's an experience in itself. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So and then you know it was just you know I was in San Francisco. We did a, we did a show there. Um, I went. I, was a tourist in San Francisco, basically, awesome. and then then got to go to the. They had a Dr. Seuss exhibit and, and did that, <laughs> um, and, and then I was doing a workshop with some of the kids from the art school or from the drama school there. Oh, and I was cool. like, oh, okay, uh, you guys are going to take a workshop from me. <laughs> All oh, right, uh, <laughs> you know that that little bit of imposter system yeah, yeah. that we all have going on. I'm like, you guys. <laughs> I fell into performing, you know, you right. guys are paying to, to, to do it. And I fell into it and I'm just taking what I've learned, uh, you know, from second city, from performing, from different, you know, learning from different people and, and, and doing that. Well, that's, um, I mean, oh, yeah. that's so awesome yeah. that they're, you know, like at that point you had traveled the world performing, you know, yeah. it's, it's funny how, even if that's something like it's something you're doing, even though you didn't, you know, necessarily train at some fancy school for it or whatever, you know, it's yeah. like, of course, people should learn from you. You've been doing it, you know, but, and that's the, that's the weird thing. It's like, I've been doing it, but you're paying you, you haven't, you know, it's, I've been doing right. it, but I haven't taken the classes or some of the classes that you have. Right. I mean, I did, uh, I did, uh, I did a class, I did a, a, a theater class or a physical theater class in Vienna. Um, and I was there for a week and it was just all about movement and physical theater. And it, it was, it was a cool learning experience. Mm-hmm. It started off rough when I lost my passport. Oh, no. um, yeah, I, I was like, so that day I took a plane, I took a train, I took an automobile. Yes. All in traveling. I had, I had the only thing I didn't Andy. take. Yeah. The only thing I didn't take was a boat. And then I would have had every mode of transportation. <laughs> um, but it was on one of the stops. I guess I left my passport. For, I guess it was on my pocket. I think I might have left it in the washroom. Oh, it was, or somebody it might was, have taken it, you know. Yeah. It was one People of those. Do or, sometimes or, when you're traveling. Yeah. And I got to that destination. And I tapped my pockets and no credit card. No. Uh, oh, oh God, that's stressful. Oh, oh. Oh my God, was it ever? And I didn't know how I was gonna. Play. I was gonna get from the train station to where I was staying. Oh, uh, luckily, oh. the taxi driver was like, "Okay, don't worry about it. I'll just take you there." Oh. And then I got. I got there, and here I am. Uh, I called home and then bawled. I was like, I oh. don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> the stress of all that no, travel that, and lost. That's I was a like, freaking oh, nightmare, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was an ugly cry at the time (laughs) (laughs) and then uh and then got through it and then it was it was a it was a great um it was a great experience just going there to learn mind you they had us getting up every morning about seven to do tai chi um yeah but that's early yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then and then after after the uh 
the class was done or the the workshop was done i stayed in vienna for another couple of days uh mm -hmm. there was a there was a festival which to this day i went to the, i still don't know what i saw on the opening <laughs> on the opening act because they were all on stage people were running on stage and people and i'm there in the crowd and people are losing their mind on stage <laughs> there was a dj there were lights and there was mm -hmm. a smoke and everyone was just losing their i'm like yeah you put lights and smoke of course it's going to look great it's gonna look amazing. <laughs> you got the lights going through the smoke and changing colors and music playing yeah and people are like oh, they're analyzing it and losing their mind i'm like okay cool <laughs> then they have people up here start to run they were just running around the stage and jumping in the front and then running around the stage and jumping in the front this okay, is choreographed do Austrians not know that rave raves are a thing at this point? Or You'd think so. Like we're in, you're in like, Austria, you're which a lot Berlin, of Berlin, like yeah. in Germany. Like. <laughs> like, so then, and then all of a sudden, one person runs and they have no pants on. Oh, yeah. oh, I was like, all right. I was like, what the hell just happened? You, you just, the next person ran through and didn't have a shirt. I was like, okay. okay. Uh, then the next person ran through, no bra. I'm like, what? And then the next person had a shirt, no underwear and no pants. Okay. Like, okay. Wow. The next thing I know, I'm like, everybody's naked and they're doing this running in stage. One girl, she she comes to the front and then she shakes her brew right at the front and everybody's losing their mind. I'm like, what What am I watching? He, I, I get art and I get getting, but this is like, <laughs> you're just getting naked for no reason and just want to shake your stuff. Cool. Hey, I'm all for, if you want to do it, great. Get naked, yeah, but at least have a have a purpose or a point. <laughs> I, need, I need a narrative here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to follow something, not just run around. There's smoke and lights and music, and all of a sudden you're just naked and jumping. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, that was that. was that. And then, uh, and then I got back, and then after that, it was more like, cool. You know, performing is where it was when needs is what I like to do from there. And it's one of those where it was just, it was really neat to see that there, at the time I was like, you know, there's just more than just breakdancing and acrobatics and there's a whole lot more. So then I started doing more stuff, more stuff with Second City and more improv classes and, yeah. you know, uh, did the conservatory auditioned first and then got in, but then had to step back because I had, I had another tour to go with. So then re-auditioned again and got back in. Well, um, yeah, yeah. So what, do, what was your conservatory show called? uh we we did it was myself with um uh oh shoot and ophira oh, and grace oh yeah. yeah we were yeah and that like the the conservatory experience was to me it was an experience in itself because at first, it wasn't what i thought it was going to be okay uh, tell me more which, <laughs> I, I don't want to go off a tangent. Like because at first I thought it wasn't going to be more more improv. More yes. Yep. Yeah, I think Which a lot of people have that that kind of like realization where they're like, oh, I thought this was yeah, this was I'm learning yeah. how to improvise, but it's like no, you're learning how to write. You learn how to write a sketch. Show, yeah. 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 Right. So I had to get I got past that, and that doesn't hit you until you uh, until you know level three or four. Yeah, right? because at that's first when you, it really. Yeah you're improvising okay cool i get it this is fun yeah okay cool i can see the you know and then all of a sudden you're like whoa this is not what i i had done yeah or what i thought it was going to be um did you so that, was, that was did you enjoy the writing process because at this point you're um, doing mostly performance and now it's like okay we gotta sit down and write and figure this shit out <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so and then it was you know at, at conf level four it, it was 
I start to like, okay, the writing side is maybe not, it doesn't appeal to me as much, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's something I have to do. Like, I love to perform. I love to be yeah. on stage. I love to perform it. And that's, uh, and that's what I love to do. The writing side, I was like, eh, okay. I yeah. get it. But, like, oh, I uh, guess it's like a medium to get you performing, but by that point you didn't have to, you didn't have to, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like, I thought, I thought it was going to be something else and it wasn't. And then as you know, how, how relationships change in, in con four as, yeah. as things progress, uh, how scenes, scenes come up and scenes get cut and then yes. scenes go on and scenes Ooh, go, who was, you know. Who was your director? Uh, uh, we had Kevin Whalen. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Which yeah. was great. Which, which was like, you know, he, he really, you know, he, he had a, I, at one point I started going through things like there was like the jokes that I was throwing were, you know, black jokes, but not, but it was, you, you needed to understand certain things, certain dynamics to, right. to, and then for some of the people in my group, I had to, we had to explain oh, the joke. Yeah. Whereas if you if you follow the scene, it's pretty it's pretty apparent of what we needed or what For we wanted sure. instead of, and then when you know when people try, I'm gonna put my own spin on this. I was like, no, no, don't my do that. spin is the spin. This is the, <laughs> the whole point is my spin. Yeah, you, you don't need to go bigger. Just here's what you need to do, and, and that's it. And then and then you know from after that doing that, and then the experience with Bob Curry. Um, okay, yeah, cool. which was I, how was that for you because i've heard you know different i've heard different experiences with the bob curry fellowship well what i found with the like i i it was a, it was a great group it was myself andrew cromwell oh um, yeah and, with, and uh, yeah nick uh, this Alan... is a it's this is a, a like a diversity program that second city oh, okay. offers to really elevate you know diverse voices in the in yeah. second city's community so yeah cool. that's just to give you con- context there Mm-hmm. and like it, it was it was great like i the groups the group that we had it was it was, it was good i mean nice. and what happened was our, our show like, the show they had they cut our show in half too so they Ugh. one group did the first we did the first part of the show and then the first half and then the second group did the second half of the show what that's weird so, like, is that weird that's monica weird. i think it, it was a little bit weird because you know you you wanted to work you, you wanted to work with with some people um but they weren't in your cast yeah so we we were like we were basically uh a, a two casts in one show That's weird. um which i mean it, i mean it worked we we made it work and it, we had fun and you know we worked with each other but you know when working with with some scenes we had to okay this is the only group that we're going to work with because this is mm. this is the scenes we're doing and it was it was a really it was a really fun experience and but with that i realized because i had the experience of being in con where i was basically the only minority sure. as to being doing the bob curry where we're, where we're all minorities which are we're all people of color and and, and yeah and so we're all are diverse which buzzword is being used right <laughs> but um it was interesting because i got to see both sides whereas some some jokes you need the other side in order to tell it interesting yeah that's a very good point right and so there's different oh interesting so are so there are some challenges i suppose when the entire cast is diverse and you're like okay but if we're if we want to make fun of or you know (laughs) like or draw attention to you know right 
Yeah, like, it, and it, it was wasn't too a, a punching punching up because it's satire. Yeah, and then it, it it's and then it's it's that finding that that fine line of how we can how we can navigate it. And yeah. So it was it was it was like it was a a, a great experience, and oh, you know cool. I, I wouldn't trade it. But after and who, but then can after I, um, doing who was your director for this one? Uh, Anne Pornell. It was Anne. Nice. Uh, yeah. And Anne was, was great. She, you know, yeah. it, was, it was great. She was, she she worked, made us work, and she, she she challenged us. So it was it was it was great. Um, but at the same time, I was also <laughs> we were doing we were setting up for the show, and I actually had to go on tour for one of the uh, for a weekend. Uh, I had to go to I was I was doing rehearsal for that, um, and then I was doing a rehearsal for. Uh, frame by frame which was a show with the national ballet and then then we did a tour in romania i was in romania for about 18 hours uh i i yeah yeah i i did rehearsal and then left rehearsal went to the got on the airport went to Mm -hmm. the airport flew to romania uh went landed in romania drove straight into tech rehearsal did this we were doing Needles and Opium at a Shakespeare festival in Cryova, Romania. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that combination was weird. Um, yeah. So we basically, I was traveling for more hours than I was actually in Romania. <laughs> yeah. So, man, yeah. like assassin. Like, we need a man for a job. <laughs> Some director's like, I got the guy. And then still got to, to throw in a little bit of. Oh, I'll be a little bit of a tourist here and there and look a look a bit. And then yeah, and that was and that was uh that was that. You know, and then from there we did it. And after that, uh did the show, it was great. And then we went to Russia. Oh wow. Uh, did did Russia. We, we went to Perm, which is basically the Yukon of of uh, uh of Russia. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we were, you know, we we go there. Um we landed at, it was it was in the winter, so. Or, no, oh. winter. Wait, I just cold got cold in the winter. Yeah. No, sorry, <laughs> it was it was summer. About it. Oh, okay. okay, all right. No, okay. it it was summer because I remember it was just before the World Cup. So, uh, we we were there. We landed at five o'clock in the morning is when the sun comes up, hmm. and it lay, and it set like around eleven at night. Okay. So, yeah. Was, so that's you're how, up, that's up how far north. north we were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it was neat because we, you know, we were there, we performed, we walked around. I was definitely the cultural ambassador for a lot of Russians. I was the first Canadian that they'd ever saw. And by Canadian, I mean, person of color. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that happened. Oh a my few God, times. that's fine. It's like, yeah, we all look like me over there. <laughs> well, it, we were at basically, it was this, this uh, little kind of like amusement park. And I'm walking around. I have a Canada shirt on, and then uh-huh. I'm being followed by these kids. And, like, <laughs> you know, and, I'm, I, and I noticed, and I clocked them right away. I'm like, these kids are following me around. They're like, to them, they're on their scooters. And then they they pass me on their scooter, turn around, and then say, Canada. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I know you're not. That's the, the first time, this kid, but the second and third time, I know exactly what's happening here. I'm the first, and I use air quotes, Canadian that you've ever seen. Uh, uh, so this is happening, and and then I stop and go get um, something to eat at at the amusement park, and then right across the way, there's like a little stall. You know, you go there like, like at the CNE or whatever, and they have like you know 
some food or whatever. And then the woman was there with her son and she literally was pushing him towards me to go oh, no. sing something in Russian, but with, with along the lines of go practice your English on oh, this guy, that's... because you are going to English school and we want you to be better. So anybody who's in French immersion or speaks French or when you're younger, you're learning and your parents like, what they say? Go speak French to that person. Can you translate what they say when your first trips to Montreal? So this kid was having that. I was laughing on the inside because he's, he came up to me and practiced his English. Aww. I was dying because I was like, not only am I your cultural ambassador, I'm now being your English teacher and your mother is pushing you because she, my mother did that to me with French. I love it. It was a total nostalgic and it was, it was great, but see, being able to travel and, and then see different areas. I mean, it's, it's, it's been one of the, one of the most rewarding things uh, I've yeah. ever seen, and then and then working between uh, Ontario and Quebec, you get to see a, a difference in in the way performing is. I and bet. Yeah, like for example, unions are different. Okay. So um, in English Canada, you have uh, the two big ones. You have the um, Actra. And yeah. Canadian Actors Equity. So actors covering film and television and equity is, is stage. Okay. Among all and opera and all the others. Whereas in, in Quebec, it's UDA. That's just one all around. Union des Artistes, yeah, which covers oh. everything. Oh. And it's 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 something that I, I really found neat because in Quebec, yes, there's the art, there's the art side, but they it's it's one of those where in Quebec it seems like they support their own product more than in English yes, Canada. That's Whereas for sure. English Canada is we are competing with the states. Yeah. You know, for us yeah. to make it big or to be successful, you have to go to the states. The states, whether you're successful or not, it, it, it's just this is just, and I'm not saying this is what happens. It's just it, what I've come to see so far. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in in Quebec, there is a cast. There you can be successful in in Quebec. Yes, you're competing with with France. But there's a, it's, it's different. I mean, there is a, yeah. a support for their own. For example, like, you know, Saturday, there was a Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Live. In Quebec? In Quebec. Yeah, like, because that's, it's, it's its own culture, you know, yeah. it's its own identity. Whereas I feel like, a, you know, a lot of the entertainment in Canada is just like, it's different trying to be, yeah, it's trying to appeal yeah. to the US, but like, it still has to have, you know, some element of Canadian niche to it, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. why it's, you know, when you see shows, I don't know, every, I'm trying to think of the ones that came out recently, like, you know, okay, Mark Critch has got a new TV show and it's like, okay, that's going to be Canadian AF, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But or, it, it's you know. structured like an American show though. Yeah. 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 But like laying yeah. on with like a ton of maple syrup on it, yeah. you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and it, it was it was neat because like uh, when I first did um, like even Robert Lepage, I didn't know how big he was until after I got it, and then after and then doing some of my own little research, my own research, and like oh wow, he's pretty big. Oh, maybe it's and a good then, thing though that you didn't know. <laughs> you would yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, ah! Well, here here here's a fun story. The first time I met him was we my friend who I replaced in the show, um, he was there. He goes, Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's go see. We went canoeing in, uh, <laughs> we went canoeing uh, because it was like, basically, you know, if you go down to uh, the waterfront, you can rent the canoes and go yeah. over across oh, yeah. the, so we basically did that. And they, it was, it goes, Oh, let's go see if he's home. I was like, what? 
uh, yeah, he just lives, he literally just lives right over there. Let's go see if he's home. I was like, okay. <laughs> After we go canoeing, we went canoeing. Uh, I dropped my, my, my camera in the pond. <laughs> in, oh, no. We're canoeing. So here's my first meeting of Robert Lepage, going to his house, don't know him from Adam. And then my camera was soaked. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, well, let's take your camera. I've heard if we stick it in rice, this might work. Yeah. So he takes my camera. I don't know him from anything. He's the director of our show. Takes my camera, puts it in a, a, a bowl of rice, and then we just uh, <laughs> sit there. And that's that's my first meeting with him. I was like, this oh, is man. absolutely nuts. But then since then, it's been, you know, I've got to work with him a few times and the friendship has, has been, you know, formed from there. It's, cool. it's someone that I, I I can call and say, hey, how are you doing? And and so on and so forth. So there there's that uh, camaraderie. Sounds like he, there. yeah. Sounds like he creates some really interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, some theory, really interesting yeah. pieces. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then even like uh, when I was doing Needed as an Opium, the guy who's the main uh, um, the main actor, Mark Labrèche, when he he first did it, um, he is the voice. Here's a fun tidbit: he's very known in in Quebec and in in Europe in in, in French uh, film, television, theater circle circles. Um, he's got a there's a um, like a mock uh, soap opera called Le Coeur Assez Raison, where mm-hmm. he did basically all the characters in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, here's another fun. He's the voice of Krusty. Oh. In French. Oh, man, I had I no that. idea he was that that big. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. And you're, like, Krusty he's the so... cr- you're Krusty the Crown. You're Krusty <laughs> yeah. the Crown. French Krusty. <laughs> and, he, and he's he's been so humble whenever we met and you know we had one time where we left the theater in Lyon and you know he, he'd come out and then there were people there waiting for him and I'd, I'd come out with him and talk to him. <laughs> no it was it was because they had just saw the show and they knew him like, oh we need to take a picture they'd turn to me and goes can you take the picture for me uh, oh yeah like, we both went like <laughs> yeah sure and then after i take the picture he asked them don't you want it with him too he's in it I'm like oh yeah cool with him but it's 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 one of those where it's it's been great but uh yeah it's it's getting to work in 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 quebec and seeing the difference it's yeah it there is. there is a difference where i found where in english canada or or in Ontario, it seems like you're either doing film or you're either doing theater or you're doing yeah. television. Oh, that's it's true. not like, okay, we we like to do it all. Yeah. You know, that's why I mean, I say jack of all trades, master of none. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to be famous. I'd rather be working. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, no, that's you know? great. And, that makes a lot of sense. And it's, yeah, so like, it is nice that it seems more kind of holistic, you know, it's all of the realms of performance. It's not just yeah. stage. It's not just screen. It's, you know, everything. I feel like it, it leans more on the creative as opposed to the commercial that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There is, there is a lot, a lot of, there is a lot of creative outlets there. I mean, there yeah, I'm just thinking of like a Denis Villeneuve, like oh, rest yeah. probably like the Definitely. coolest director in the world. Well, I mean, you know, he's a top world director and Quebec guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's not the one who passed away. Who's the one who passed away recently? No, it wasn't Denis Villeneuve. It was another one. No, he's still around, but... The one who directed Crazy. That movie was so good. There it is. Jean-Marc Vallée. Anyway, he was, Ooh, I loved okay. that movie, Crazy. It was really good. Um, I haven't seen it. Oh, check it out. Check it out. It's, it's great. Very coming of age. Um, you know, like it's set in the 70s 
Montreal and it's this, mm. you know, guy and it's right. It's like, it's a guy who's like coming out to his family and, um, you know, it's just very like Quebec in the seventies and how to, and how that process looked and how crazy it was Ooh, with yeah. a really amazing soundtrack in the background. Really right. awesome music. Um, okay. Wellesley, I love, like I, it's, I love this adventure. You've been on such an adventure with your performances over the years. It sounds like it's just like COVID obviously must have, you know, put a little bit of a wrench in it, but what would you uh, say? It, oh, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's, it's been cool. Cause I mean, I've just kind of, and maybe I should specify more, but it's more like I've done stuff for that or, or tried to explore things that, that kind of speak to me. I mean, growing up as a, as a child of, you know influenced by sesame street and, and stuff <laughs> that's i did puppet prov at second city nice. which kind of which which uh evolved into the puppetry and the opera yeah which evolved into the latest show that we did uh which is called courville which is we've been using these live action puppets or not live action these real life uh puppets where it's it's manipulation and you know, it's, you know, they're to scale. Um, Whoa. Uh, yeah. So we're doing that. And then I did a course with puppet mongers or some workshops with puppet mongers, which is a, a, a puppetry theater here where it was learning how to, you know, learning some puppetry and, and, and how some movement. And, and, and so it's kind of, I, I haven't tried to just pigeonhole myself into okay i'm only film and television and I'm no only... it, it sounds like you're hitting every arts that you come across <laughs> it's, it's talk about yeah. the like this is like yes and you know what i mean the spirit <laughs> of yes and you know what i mean it's like okay do you want to do some beatboxing which will lead you to this which will lead you to this which will lead you to this yes and yes please. <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm just waiting for the point where you're like yeah and i'm on the revival of vaudeville theater and yeah <laughs> oh no hopefully it's much better than it was before because vaudeville man these performers oh, was it get, they would get ripped off you know what i mean oh. like the performers it was a tough life for the performers the yeah. you know, the people who like ran the show they were making tons of money but the performers okay. but i guess that's it right you did it because you love performing which leads yeah. me to like even last week i just did a book uh, i was just reading for a book or an audiobook for the cnib so there's there's oh, voice cool. work in that I'm, I'm doing with that too so it's kind of like you, know, you have a lovely voice. It is nice and soothing. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you very oh, much. Oh, you need to get in touch with the people at Calm. <laughs> Calm, there you go, yeah. Well, that being said, Wellesley, since you've been following, like kind of following your passion and, and following each new opportunity as it comes up, do you encounter points where where it feels like more of a struggle? I mean, I suppose- All the time. Okay, great, <laughs> great. <laughs> Tell every, me more. <laughs> every. Oh no, he froze. No, <laughs> he got too excited telling us about the struggles, and now he froze. Um. So as I was saying, yeah, every time, every every day, it seems like it. Um. You know, am I still there? Yes, you're yes. here. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, we're, make sure. we're listening <laughs> attentively. <laughs> um. So just before COVID hit, um, like we did frame by frame. And I was like, okay, good. So we, we, this this show might start to tour now. You know, we we had got some dates that might might be happening. We might be going to Japan. We might, you know, mm. this is with the National Ballet. And then then COVID hit. Boom. Ugh. Shows were canceling left, right, and center, mm -hmm. yeah. except for 
um, Le Rassignol, the, the Nightingale, which was being revived in Lyon. I hadn't done that show for two, uh, two and a half years because the last time we did it was in Toronto. Uh, and then since then I was doing Needles and Opium. And, but then they wanted to do it just, you know, for just before you know, COVID. They were like, you know, we're still going to do it. It's still going on. I was like, okay, this is when uh, everything was shut down. You know, when Toronto was still a ghost town and you were, the foxes were taking over. Toronto. <laughs> yeah. um, and all contracts were being canceled except for the show in Lyon. And wow. Lyon was really pu- was pushing hard, and they're like, and that, for me, I was like, I had the toughest track in in that show because I was tumbling, and I'm like, nah, I haven't been able to train because the gyms are closed. Of course, I don't feel oh, yeah. comfortable. So, and this was so this is December twenty or sorry October twenty twenty. Mm. You know, there, there was a really pu- there was a real push. Um, I went to Quebec City to work on for a creation and rehearsal process um, and they were trying to get information they're trying to push us they wanted our travel you know we're and then we're here we are the acrobats we're working together and we're trying to find out okay so if the show get can't gets canceled what happens yeah um they weren't giving straight answers uh. okay so then we had then we had this is the uh, then we had another talk with our, all of us and some people are like, I can, I, I'm going to go, no problem. I was still sitting on the fence because I was like, something doesn't seem right yeah. you know, at the time. And what happens if somebody catches COVID and you have to cancel oh, the show? Yeah. yeah. They weren't giving, they weren't giving um, straight answers. So what happened was I made, you know, speaking to one of the other acrobats and I was like, you know what? I don't feel totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to step back away from the show. That's, and yeah. he was like, you know what? No problem. I, I understand. That's, yeah. that's, that's fine. Uh, I, at the same time, I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Lyon, who's also a performer. And he was like, there are no shows happening. Nothing in oh. December, nothing in January. They're just, they're, they're extending. At this because... point, you know, for Canada was on the note, do not fly in Ugh. or, you know, that limited list. Yeah. They had to get, got hit pretty hard by the COVID too. Yeah. Uh, they had to get, for those who wanted to go, they had to get a special uh, letter from the government uh, yeah. of France to say, yes, we can come over wow. and, and so on and so forth. Now, fast forward to January when we were supposed to be there, mm-hmm. they went, they did rehearsal. Great watching it i'm watching what's going on rehearsal day before they were supposed to open show got canceled Uh, because one of the technicians caught covid of course and i was to me i was like i I had a feeling this was going to happen no it was a that's a bad idea like oh my god the loss of money yeah Yeah. so they were they were still you know they were still pushing it now fast forward all the other contracts that i had they Mm. got canceled um but then you know last year things started to come get a little bit better so yeah. i did uh went to quebec city uh mm. we did corville and that was the one the show with the puppets now when we were there we were watching what was happening with the quebec regulations and so on and so forth. Oh, so uh in the summer it was limited capacity when we started when yeah. we started our run so they started the run it was limited whereas here in ontario everything was done there was nothing going on um, and then it was limited, limited to capacity. Then they expanded the capacity mm-hmm. and then it was full houses. So we, we were able to do the show. Um, and it was, it was good to be on stage. Yeah. 
And then from there, I actually got to go to, uh, to France. And then we did the show there in two cities as well, just before the Omicron wave that happened. Uh, so was, yeah. So at least we got to do it. Yeah. Um, and it was great to get out on stage, great to perform. Yeah. It's been tough with, they... with auditions because, uh, you mm -hmm. know, for film and television, it's the at-home auditions, which feel very weird. Yes. You know, uh, cell tape and Zoom callbacks and Zoom yeah. callback. Like the first Zoom callback I did, it did not go well. <laughs> it, like, it, wow, it felt yeah. weird. It was like, can you, you know, I was doing it in my kitchen because and the that timing was the is so room. off, right? Like, you, yeah. especially with like, I, like, I feel like with comedy, because we end up having to do a lot of like, you know, like it's comedy, it's about pacing and stuff. And, and yeah. sometimes it's like a Zoom, you know, somebody's got a delay, somebody else doesn't. And it's just like, ugh, this doesn't feel right. Well, yeah, it was like Someone even freezes on the punchline. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Like I, I didn't, like, you know, I didn't take any of the online, any on-camera courses or any acting mm -hmm. course or any improv classes because it felt weird to me mm -hmm. to do yeah. it via Zoom. Like, and, and, and that's not knocking anybody who's, who's doing it or who's done it. But for me, it, it just didn't seem right or it didn't no. seem natural. Now that's, that's, that, like, I, I stress it. That's just me. I mean, I did, I did an, an improv jam with the uh, Black Improv Collective. Oh, nice. And it turned out... It, it turned out to be the medicine that I didn't think I needed. <laughs> That's a but what a great still... uh, a great group of people from like all over too. You know, yeah. like what a fun organ. Well, I guess organ. I don't know if I would call it an organ. A collective, like you said, right? Yeah. Well, it's an organization too because they they they're you know it's it's perform it's pushing it's encouraging it's it's you know it's a hub. Yeah. Um, but at the same at the same time, as much as I I loved I loved being doing the group, it was it was improvising to a camera, which felt mm -hmm. a little bit weird because, you know, I wanted to jump in at some times, but I couldn't jump in at the time I wanted to because I, that person wasn't finished. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, you know, and finding that, that rhythm, that vibe, or, you know, if you're going to tag somebody in, yeah. <laughs> you pop mm. up on, on the zoom screen and there you are. Okay. It does require <laughs> you know? a lot more patience. Cause you know, like, yes, even an improv, like on stage, there's so much back and forth banter and there's like, there could right. be two people talking at the same time. And then somebody else comes and takes the focus, but that's not possible on zoom because you can only have, you know, one person talking at a time on zoom. <laughs> yeah. Right. It can only be a back and forth. You can never have it's because, it, because zoom will literally cut the mic of the person who's not talking as loud, as loud, right. you yeah. know? So it's, yeah. yeah, you're, it's, it is very different. I mean, yeah, believe me, as <laughs> somebody who's been teaching it for the past two well, years on zoom, yeah. you know, I've been, and like I said, I've been watching you from afar and I've, I've and I've watched, you know, some of the stuff that you, you've done as well. And like more power to you, Brie, because I'm like, that's amazing. But for me, it was, and I've, and I've said it to everybody, I will not take anything away from it. But for me, I, it's just, it doesn't, it's, it wasn't sitting right with me. It wasn't no. vibing with me it. personally. I get it. Yeah, like just looking at your career and stuff, it seems like you're, you're very much into the, the being in the moment with, other people and right. that interaction and uh, it, there's there's nothing organic about an, uh, a call on zoom no <laughs> and it's well, except for this one yeah oh that's well, yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> <There's> that. <laughs>
but and but it must have been challenging too because you've spent so much of the past few years just like out and about and doing all kinds of great things and then you know covid kind of shuts things down and then maybe opens it up again but then shuts it down again yeah yeah yeah. it's it's definitely that and then it's you know with my agent i'm like okay so what's what you know you ask about the struggle and i say every day i'm like so is there and i'm also a union i'm i'm in the union as well right so that makes things even even tougher because mm. being a union there's a lot of non-union workout yeah out there oh, that's right. happening so i can't even i don't even know about the non-union work that's out there and you know that's i mean that's some of it is sketchy a- like i re- i booked a thing and they're in, right in kind of the height of covid and they're like you know, can you come on this day or whatever? And I was like, okay, but who's doing the COVID test and who's going to like, what are we going to have as far as all this stuff? And it was like, it wasn't there. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, even some of the non-union stuff, you got to be like, watch out, you know, some of it's great, yeah. obviously, but yeah, but, but I guess yeah, the union the, probably, both sides. Yeah. yeah, the union probably took, you know, all of this way more seriously. And they're kind of like, you know, no, we don't want to work. We don't think it's fair to put our workers in unsafe conditions, you know? Yeah. And then, and then you have the other side where, you know, you, you see all your friends who are, who are working or, you know, people are posting stuff where they're like, um, they're working on my, you see them on commercials and you're like, Oh, okay, great. Right. <laughs> yeah. What, what about me? Or you see the commercials or whatever that you auditioned for. Ugh. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. They didn't like me or you get a callback and then, you know, although the, 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 you know, the callback that happens and then nothing after that. Um, that's but the it, worst been, you should at least yeah. contact people if they don't get it you know what i mean i hate <laughs> the callback and then it's like well did i book it or not and you don't find out until two months later when somebody when you see the commercial oh, live and you're like, like i you guess could, i didn't yeah, get you it you just said you didn't get it i need to know these things well yeah i i got like i said i mean i try to use the callback it's like okay cool i just made 50 bucks nice uh, <laughs> that's what i got that's, that's a good point that's at least you're making 50 bucks for callbacks if you're non-union you don't get shit <laughs> right or let I me mean, my, my my barber gave me the best piece of advice when it comes to auditions he's like do them and forget them yeah because um, mm. you're going to be beating yourself up over it oh my god yeah um, and like even like i had a, a fun joke with nigel uh the other day yeah uh, because his he's doing the bell uh yeah i saw him on i saw him on some of the bell commercials yeah so i auditioned for that bell Ah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was funny because i i did it i forgot it it was just before i went away to to france um and then it was like the first time i saw it was midnight i'm here i'm watching all the olympics and (laughs) and then i hear this voice i'm like wait what (laughs) (laughs) i know i know these lines wait I have this, and then I, I'm saying, so then I call. Oh, my, weird! I'm officially allowed to hit you right now. <laughs> <laughs> then I called the next day. He goes, I guess you late. He goes, no. I go, I'm officially. He goes, why? He goes, I saw your commercial, and I initially for goes, oh man. I go, it's nothing but love, but I'm allowed to hate you. <laughs> it wasn't all it cracked up to be. It was a little bit of a class. Uh, it was a little bit of a mess. It was the it was the recording. I'm like I don't care, you know. <laughs> but you know, I, I I auditioned for that and I did everything you just did. He goes, yeah, I, but here's what happened. List A, B, and C. So then the next day, I was up and it happened. It happened in the morning. Here I am taking pictures off my phone and then sending them. <laughs> sending it to me. How dare you? 
is, are there any more? I'm like, yep, here's some more. <laughs> I sent them a couple more. I'm like, it's it's like I have a lot of like I love you know seeing seeing everybody working. Like I see Shargel on, on oh my uh, goodness, Shargel and lottery. yeah, that guy books a oh, lot. Like, yeah, and then I sent pictures to him. Like, hey, get off my get off my TV. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's one of those where like I'll support everybody that's going on. But it, then you have that that little monster that creeps in your head and it's like, hey, what? How come? What about me? Like, how come? Yeah. Like, I'm not going on here, you know. And then I'll I'll call my agent. I was like, is there anything going on? She's like, it's really quiet. For mm. I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> I'm here. Remember me. <laughs> Don't forget about me. Well, hopefully, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully okay. things will you know open up again. You know, I mean, things are starting by the looks of it. You know, hopefully things yeah. will, will stay stable enough that you for long enough that you can get out performing again and do you think that's kind of where you would want to continue at least for the foreseeable future continuing to do these performances and traveling and, and you know and, and all of that yeah because like right now um like when i was in quebec city for you know two months i made it it was a it was a good payday nice I'm not gonna lie. Mm. um so and then at the time i was also working at oakley and Ooh. the oakley store in the Eaton Center, do you get closed, free? Do closed. you get cool free glasses? <laughs> uh, I I did. I do have a nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to me to pay full price for. I know how much I, I was paying Ugh. as opposed to how much they're being sold for. Um, yeah, let's just let's let's go there with that. I so worked they, at a movie theater, the- and I feel that way about popcorn. But something tells me <laughs> something tells me Oakley is a little bit. It stings a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> it, it was, like it's it's one of those you you see them you know like oh okay yeah you paid about three hundred bucks for that. Oh no. Okay, but maybe a third of that. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Name for the name. But uh, it it was it was so they they closed up shop and oh. you know I had I live in in Scarborough so that I had the option was a stay on. Uh, you know, at the time when they went on furlough, mm-hmm. it was stay on furlough or get transferred to another store. The two other stores were Vaughn Mills or Toronto Premium. Oh. So Milton or Vaughn Mills. No, oh, that's God, a bit yeah. of a trek. From where I am, Ooh, that's yeah. a two-hour trek. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Dude, you know, yeah, that, that, that's far for me, and I'm in Mississauga. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... You know, I was, you know, that's four hours on public transit. Mm, uh, I think. <laughs> and, and that's on a good day. So that's not even counting rush hour. Uh, I think uh, there, there's, I got better. So when they, when they close up shop uh, uh, or decide to, to close the store uh, permanently, I was like, okay, you know what? I think it's a blessing in disguise. We can, yeah. we can work on this other, the other aspect of what I'm doing, which is to become a full-time artiste. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but with with that being said, like I, I made a good, it was a good payday when I was in Quebec. So I'm I'm good that I'm living off of that right now, and you know right. living at home with my mother and my sister at the time. Right now, yeah, I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I do. Um, it's, well, it makes uh, sense right now. <laughs> no kidding. Well, I, I travel. Yeah. So it, yeah. It's been, you know, Why? It's, yeah. What's the point of paying for a place if uh, if you're never there? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, it has its up and down. But with that, like I have, there, there's, I'm not struggling, but at the same time, I do realize that, okay, I might have to work at some point. Yeah. But yeah, 
you know, it, it's, it's been, I've been lucky in, in that respect. So, I mean, this year I decided to, I'm going to go take a bartending course. Oh, and, nice. And oh, that. Sick. All right. So that's, that's happening. Or I've, you know, I've put some money back into what I'm doing. Like I, I just bought, you know, a new, a new mic setup. Uh, I, I do, I did buy a new, um, uh, a mic stand and, and music stand. So, you know, doing some voice work here and there. Nice. Um, I joined uh, Laughing Vikings to if I do need to get self tape and I need a reader or oh perfect tape, tape there so there, there's stuff that's being reinvested in in into me mm-hmm. um, and and like I said you know I was in I was in France um, uh, right now we were I was supposed to be in Quebec City but uh, COVID had, they decided to postpone it yeah um, I was supposed to go to Taiwan in May that has been now pushed until 2023 okay um so like this this year right now is looking like okay it might not be as successful in regards to the performing and touring but what and the flip side to that is okay let's work on commercial or let's do some voice work or let's see what how the film and television auditions are going to go because my agent was like so i have you till may i'm like yeah (laughs) She's gonna put you as, to as work. You know, like, the, <laughs> yeah, the industry is is fickle. I mean, yeah. if you're not there auditioning, you get forgotten. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not there because I'm working. Yeah. So it, it's it's do I do I want to work and not be successful, or or am I working and getting to see and getting through everything? So to find that happy medium is, is the tough part. But yeah. um it's you know it's i enjoy it and then you know i like what i'm doing i'd like to do you know we'd all like to do it more um and then you know you you have that or i also have that that thought of okay what what can i be doing different what do i need to be doing different what more can i do to to get out there more Hmm. um and i mean there's there's always those those little things that happen like even before covid i was like you know why how come no one's asking me to play on their improv shows anymore (laughs) or why what am i I not good enough to to help but at the same time i it was one of those where when it comes to the the circles i feel like i'm I'm not in i'm not i don't go to every improv jam every day yeah because i have other things to do well it's almost Uh, like you got to keep reminding people that you're available and it's hard sometimes (laughs) it's yeah. hard sometimes when yeah. you're like well i'm going to france for the next two months yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah there, there's you know like i i'm here okay cool but at the same time it was like oh you it know was what? great it's, you it's, always it's, used to bring it when you came to propaganda you know what i mean some people just half-ass their costumes but you would friggin <laughs> commit that was beautiful <laughs> uh, i think stupid was my favorite one so far that was really uh, good yeah <laughs> Well, hopefully but it, when like, the new space is built we'll hopefully be able to revive that show well it was and like, and like I said, you were you were you're one of the, you would ask i was like yeah cool but you were also one of the the first people to come ask me to, to play so it was and i always had a good time i was like yeah i'll always say yes to if, if i can <laughs> if i can do it i'll always say yes to me yeah um, like i wheel of improv when it was on and uh. have a good time there and, and, and had a blast and, and just play um you know the open the open nights you know at, at second city when they're mm-hmm. on if i can go i go yeah um support people at, at bad dog and you know i started started with the assembly for a bit oh nice but then got busy performing doing other yeah. stuff so i had to step away from from doing that so it was it's always been there 
Um, but it's just that, you know, that, that constant struggle of, okay, what can I do more? Or what do I need to do more mm. to, to get ourselves out there? So people will remember me, but mm. the industry, it's like, especially with film intelligence, if you're not out there auditioning every day, it's, it's fickle. But I mean, okay. But also you do so much and it's like, I feel like hearing you say this and I, I would imagine another improviser, you know, who like does a ton of improv and, and then I would ask, you know, I feel like I would ask them, yeah, but have you gone to the Yukon of Russia? You know, <laughs> have you yeah. experienced, uh, you know, a live sumo match, you know? <laughs> So I guess it's, you know, I think at the back of our minds, we're always like, what more, what more, what else can I do? What more when it's like, yeah, but you've also done, so it sounds like you've done some really cool things. And, and if things do, you know, start going back, I'm excited to hear what else you get to, what other adventures you get to go on, regardless of if they're, you know, in another country or, or if they are on the local improv troupe, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, I get it. I mean, one thing I always tell myself is like, we are our toughest critics, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm, I always, I constantly tell myself that. And another thing I constantly tell myself is don't compare your uh, director's cut to someone else's theatrical release. Mm. I mean, it's, you know, what people see on, you know, online or, or whatever, that's what they want you to see. Yeah. And yeah. And I try to constantly tell myself that, okay, yes, yes, they're working and yes, they're there, but what else is going on and you uh-huh. know they, they do a lot of things and you know i'm not on you know people are on tiktok and, and, and so on and so forth and getting you know getting a lot of likes and, and famous there i'm not on tiktok because i'm like i don't have time for this yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. some I'm, of the ways I'm, to get famous nowadays sound really annoying you know <laughs> <laughs> as much as i'd love to i gotta do something every every day or oh. every three days I mean, I'm still struggling with Instagram and Twitter. You know, like, <laughs> even then, yeah. I'll post something, and I don't care who likes it. I'm just posting something because I, I like it. And yeah, I'll leave, I'll leave it alone. If if you want to enjoy it, great, cool. That's that's all great for me. I kind of like um, it. I think it's more like I like looking at it more like of a, you know, a photo album for what you've been doing as opposed to like I'm putting this up so that everybody likes my shit. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, yeah or worse it's, i'm creating content uh, i'm a content uh, you're, you're an influencer now <laughs> <laughs> well wellesley this has been such a delightful chat thank you so much for talking to us because it's so, i mean we were talking about social media and so maybe now is the yeah. time to say like if other people who are listening today would like to follow your journey and follow what you've been up to and and you know and keep an eye on you know your adventures where can they where can they find you you can find me on the twitter box uh-huh. and on, <laughs> on the instagram so they're both on the interwebs okay and it's at wellesley 3rd so at w-e-l-l-e-s-l-e-y the number three rd so wellesley third they're both the same are um, there two i haven't are there two wellesleys before you there are two wellesleys wow before you. So I, I I am officially the third, even on my my birth certificate. <laughs> oh, cool! And, <laughs> and my passport, it does say the the third. Oh, that's epic. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have my my web page up yet. I mean, I I'm holding the domains. I have two of them, Ooh, but nice. there's nothing. 
<laughs> I've been holding them for a good while now, um, but there's there's nothing there because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do it. Uh, do <laughs> One day, but yeah, Instagram and Twitter will get people to follow you there, and we'll put the um, we'll put the links up on our show notes to make sure that everybody um, can check can check out what you've been up to. And hopefully, Sweet. hopefully you start to getting you start getting back to you know cool performances and travels and that kind of stuff real soon nick well, did you have any questions no oh, i do agree but it's fine <laughs> oh nick you gotta ask at least a question okay well, um all right here's a, a good one we can end on some uh, some optimism Ooh. once covid is done yeah where are you most looking forward to going to next because uh, you're a man of the world well, we uh, have well based on what's possibly coming up uh taiwan is possibly coming up uh, mm. japan is possibly coming up and uh, there, there was talk of spain and, and uh yeah uh, but i I'm, I'm looking forward to japan again australia might be coming up again too but the big ones that uh, have have been talked are that have been pushed back to next year are um taiwan hong kong japan uh germany so the thing is like so I, the it, world yeah it, it, it's hard for because even though they send they like will send a calendar with these potentials but it says to to be confirmed so yeah, yeah. even with me even though those dates those those potential shows are there they don't exist until i get the it's confirmed right yeah right? so it's one of those i try not to get over excited it's more like okay it's cool okay. we might be going here this day, I'll, I'll potentially book it off. Potentially, I'll put it in my calendar, but it might not happen. Um, like I have friends in Vancouver who I'd love. We might be going there, and I'd love to go there to see them yeah. as well as before. Um, and then, like the big trips, it's it, like I said, they're work vacations. I get to go, yeah. and it's the best way to travel when when somebody else pays for it. <laughs> That's uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do I get to work, I get to see it. But uh and it's, you know, yes, I've been to Tokyo before, but it's you know, I think Tokyo is my third favorite city that I've been to. Cool. Um yeah, it, like Wellington was number one. Uh, I can say that hands down. Uh, what's number two? Oh <laughs> no, no, I have to, oh. I, I have to jump in. Tokyo, I think, would have to be number two, and then Nantes is number three. Number three. Oh, yeah. That is a strong list. Right. <laughs> but I'm writing these down. I was like, I'm travel them. But then there, there, there are there are cities that I've seen that I, that didn't make that 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 top three. Like I was in I was in Lisbon for you know, I was in Lisbon shooting a Canadian fire commercial. Amazing. <laughs> right, and in that commercial, you barely even see me. <laughs> like who cares i didn't spend all this time in portugal <laughs> right it was it was a great work vacation you know I, I mean so like that that's on my list madrid is on on a list of places that i love but haven't you know it didn't make the top top three sydney was great didn't make the top three melbourne was melbourne was lovely and i got to love melbourne after, like i was there for five days and it took me three days to figure out the beat and the speed and the and then i was like oh my gosh the city is cool. It's oh, it's nice. not great, but you know if there there's and then I as you you ask, it's one of those like oh yeah, I did this here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> make the top three, and I was there for five weeks. Oh man, you know, I I spent New Year, I spent the New Year's and Christmas in Amsterdam, and it didn't make my top three. Oh. So it's, it's 
it's it's like it's just talking like where i'm like sometimes i forget that i've been to that city. Like, oh wow that's it's a nice pro- yeah that's a nice problem to have i think <laughs> <laughs> you know, like san francisco i was there for a month and a half and oh. i was like oh oh yeah oh yeah i was there for a month and a half oh that sounds amazing <laughs> you well, know it, it's it's that oh, that's awesome i look forward to seeing more of your adventures and um well, i look forward to watching yours too. Well, yeah, my, my Zoom classes online. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also kind of the world. Yeah, it? sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, I, if, if you wouldn't mind saying uh, struggle on with us, I think we'll wrap the episode up because this was a fun one. I feel like I feel like we traveled the world in this episode. Nick, what do you think? For sure. Yeah, yep, for sure. Right. It, it's just like a Bourdain episode. Yeah. But like all of them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, and we is, didn't even talk food. about I, food that much. Yeah. <laughs> I had live octopus in Korea. What? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. the idea of that is making me cringe. That's a story. <laughs> That's a story. Well, it crawled uh, off the plate. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. On that note. No, no <laughs> uh, All right. Well, hopefully we're not. Let's we'll we'll slowly crawl off the podcast. We'll say <laughs> struggle on, struggle on, everybody. struggle on. All right, bye. See ya. Well, here we go, folks. That had, that was episode number seventy six of the Constant Struggle Podcast with Wellesley Roberts. Journey. Oh my goodness, we went around the world a couple times. Uh huh. <laughs> And but and we, we, we got frequent flyer points we, just from that episode. I know, and it was so good. I mean, like I was telling you earlier, Nick, when we talk to improvisers, sometimes it's like improv, like deep dive. But improv was so secondary to this journey that it anyway, I, it was uh, it was a treat to see it all was, the other Wesley was improving his life. That hashtag improv year uh, that's probably is already a hashtag, yeah. Uh, so if you would like to learn more about Wellesley and follow his journey, because he's probably going to go around the world a couple more times. And I think it's definitely worth checking out. I feel um, like you and I need to prioritize, like if he ever gets, if he's doing something in Toronto that we could check out. Yeah, like, that would be I've great. Never... Or even Montreal, man. I'd go to Montreal. I'd like, it's been, and we speak French, right? So we can get away with it. An excuse to go to Montreal? I've uh... never heard of it. Oniva. <laughs> um yeah, so we'll we'll put all of his contact information, not contact info, that sounds freaky, but I mean like his social media information so you could follow his journey. We'll have that on our show notes at theconstantstruggle.podbean.com and you could check it out there. Uh we'll also be sharing a bunch of stuff on social too so you can follow along uh on social uh, so to, such as like twitter at struggle pod or uh, our facebook fan page at the constant struggle podcast yeah definitely definitely take a look at that and if you're not already following us be sure to follow us be sure to like our pages like share subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts. that way you'll get the latest episode every month once they come out um mm, fresh or, podcast fresh pod, and if you want we are also on podbean that's our main host uh but you can find us on google podcasts and good pods as well 
we're on wherever you listen to podcasts. That's where we are. And if you wanted to leave a review, oh my goodness, that would be so amazing. Tell everybody in the world what you thought about this episode, because I think that'd be mm-hmm. awesome. We um, need to get our, our numbers up in Moldova. That's yeah, very low listenership over there. Well, in the meantime, folks, stay safe out there. Uh, look after each other and struggle, struggle on. on.